Alright guys, welcome back to the Ball Out with Ian K. LeBron James, uh, yeah, we know he's with the Lakers. We know that. Um, and we know that the Lakers might become a power team and, you know, all that good stuff. But that's not all he's doing. If you probably have been paying attention um, to sports at all, you know that LeBron James is also... Um, he, he opened his own school this year that has all the benefits in the world, his own school in Akron, Ohio. Um, but you know, he's also doing things in entertainment. Um, so he's doing things for the community as he's always done. Um, but he also, it's becoming more public knowledge that he has an entertainment presence. So for example, um, he has this company called Uninterrupted. Uninterrupted is, uh, like the Players' Tribune, um, which I've inter interned for. Um, for uh, Derek Jeter, when he retired, he created the Players' Tribune for athletes to tell their own stories and their own narratives. It's more like long-form pieces and that kind of thing. Um, he did that when he retired. Uh, and LeBron James has something similar called Uninterrupted, which is, you know, they're kind of the same thing. Uninterrupted, though, is a little bit, I don't know how to describe it, more... Um, uh, it's not long form. It's a little more hip, I should say. Like, the Players' Tribune is hip, but it's like you're going to sit down and read everything. Uninterrupted is like video form, quick little things. It's kind of like it captures your eye very quickly. Um, and that's what he's been doing. It's, you know, so that athletes are uninterrupted and they can tell their stories however they would like to. So that's what Uninterrupted is. Shout out to Uninterrupted and my two friends that work there. Um, but, yeah, so... He has that. He's had that for a couple of years now, maybe three or four years. And this is while he's playing, which is pretty hard to do. You know, you have your own company to do. Like, a lot of people have their own foundations, and they have people to run them, which is hard in itself, too. But to have, you know, what he's doing and be at the caliber that he's at is wild. So it's not just Underdirected that he has, though. He has Spring Hill Entertainment. And Spring Hill Entertainment, he's had that for a couple of years, too, um, with his friend and, uh, I guess, colleague and someone who's been by his side since high school his name is maverick carter this dude is like the i've been described to him he's people have been described him to me as the master of networking like this dude knows how to get stuff done he's been with lebron since high school he didn't go to college and essentially like lebron didn't go to college and this dude was like yo like we know you're great, like, we can help you out kind of thing. And he was like, all right, well, I'm going to help you out too. So this, you got this dude an internship at Nike. And ever since, it's just been like an up. They've been on the up since high school. So uh, Maverick Carter, uh, he's like a household name. People know him around LA. People know him in the entertainment and sports industry. Um, and he's kind of like LeBron's right-hand man. And he's the one who's kind of on the, on the ground running both uh, Spring Hill Entertainment and Uninterrupted. But Spring Hill Entertainment is... Um, is LeBron's production company. So he's made a couple of shows um, out of this production company. One, he made his documentary about himself. He has made the show, um, it's on Stars or Showtime, sorry, it's on Stars. Um, it's called Survivor's Remorse. Um, it's kind of like, it's like a, a scripted show about a basketball player. And then he's made, there's a reality show, like a contest show that's been on, I think, one of the broadcast networks that he's made. And now um, he's teaming up with Ryan Coogler. And if you don't know who Ryan Coogler is, he was the director of Fruitvale Station. He was the director of Creed. And he was also the director of Black Panther. And uh, they're teaming up together to make Space Jam 2. And I'm just like, LeBron, do you... S 
I guess he sleeps because he has hella people around him to help out, like Mav Carter. Honestly, if you are in the entertainment industry and you don't know Mav Carter's name, know it. Because this dude is, like, serious networker, like, knows what he's doing, like, awesome. Anyway, um, yeah, so um, they get stuff done. But, yeah, so basically LeBron is not only, you know, a household name in sports, but he's trying to make his name in entertainment. He didn't just come to, L- like, L.A., people are like, oh, you go to L.A. or, you know, you move to, a- when you get traded to a team, you go there because of, you know, the weather or you go there because, you know, it's family-oriented, like, this wasn't just that for him. It was like he was going to L.A. because he had business ventures there that he needed to take care of, and it wouldn't make any sense to go anywhere else but here. So LeBron James, um, you know, I like what you're doing. I totally love it. Like that's like what's the word? There's a word for people who are just like out here doing everything well, and that's LeBron James. He's been in the film industry, dipping his toes in the film industry for a while testing it out because it's always like I guess the thing that you learn with people who are entrepreneurs it's not just like being one thing it's expanding upon your brand and creating and creating and creating more and more because mm. because you can honestly do anything mm-hmm. um like quickest tangent like I know like my favorite director right now started as a comedian and then he went to film and then directing and then all this other stuff because I think it's just about getting your entrance like get opening the doors and opening the door and then using that like opening to get to another door and opening that door. So it's just building off of whatever you, whatever greatness you have building off of it and not just accepting the standard or accepting what other people would think is superior, like requesting more, demanding more and then achieving it. And I think LeBron James is definitely someone who's done that. And that's so impressive. And also he is forever my favorite vine well, no, he's not in my favorite vine, but the guy who says his name is forever my favorite vine. So mm-hmm. he's winning on all fronts. LeBron James is our MVP today. But things just get so crazy. Living life gets hard to do. And I would gladly hit the road. Get up and go if I knew. That someday it would lead me back to you. Don't be tardy <laughs> for the party. Ooh. You know, I'm singing that, and that is uh, Kim Solziak from Real Housewives of Atlanta. That was her song. And Kim, if you follow Real Housewives or anything like that, you knew that she was married or is married to uh, Croy Bierman, who used to play for the Atlanta Falcons. And speaking of the Atlanta Falcons, they played the Saints on Sunday, got beat by the Saints on Sunday, and... Uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium is hosting the Super Bowl this year in May. I mean, sorry, in February. That was so many transitions to get there, but you got there, so kudos for that one. I'm I'm actually very proud of myself for that transition. I'm not even going (laughs) to lie in front to you right now. I was like, Emily... Go on your go Z. on Good Morning America right freaking now, man. Like that's <laughs> transitions in TV. If you know, if just one thing, if you on TV transitions, and Kyra knows this too. We've been since doing this podcast. Transitioning is like isn't in an art. It's an art to do. Like you can't just come out of something. You got to be like, ah, how am I gonna do this? So <laughs> I'm very proud of myself for that one. Thank you for calling me out on the fact that I'm definitely. <laughs> Try like very hard. Like how to connect the dots, and she did it. We all saw it. So that's impressive. Thank you, thank you. But yes, so the reason why the dots are connected is because, um, yeah, the Saints uh, play the foul. Yeah, so so 
uh, the Saints won. It was pretty much a practice game for them for when they play in Atlanta, <laughs> the Super Bowl in Atlanta. <laughs> Can you imagine? That would be such gold. Um, but my, my dad and my, my whole person to every person from Atlanta. I'm sorry, but my, my dad and my, my, my uncles and my grandfather went to the game and they were like, yeah, that was just practice for the real thing that's going to happen in February. Now Turn we know how to play in the seat. stadium. <laughs> 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 ah, yeah, that'd be great. Um, so um basically yeah the one thing though um we're talking about february the reason why is because recently this week the news came out that maroon five would be performing um at the super bowl in february and um your girl um k on here was not the happiest about I it i hate maroon five I hate them why so do you much? hate I... maroon five like they're like if anything when i think of maroon five they're like america's group america's oh, band like, i used I hate them because I used to love them. Like, quick as tangents, guys. One time, Emily, like, we talk about what we're going to, like, put on the, like, intro song and, like, outro song. And she was like, let's do Girls Like You. And I sent her a straight-up paragraph about, like, why I hated Girls Like You, why I hated Adam Levine, and why I hated that false feminism bullshit that they spit out. Because, like... (laughs) Maroon 5, they used to be good. They used to be good. They had She Will Be Loved. They had, like, so many great ones. Like, when did they miss you? Thousands. When did they, when did they leave, when did you leave their fandom? When they started, like, it just, like, it, they genuinely feel like a sellout to me. Because they're always top ten, like, bopper, like, head bopper bullshit. Why, why like, do you hate on stuff that's good? What? No, it's not, like, here's the thing. I'm okay with top ten things, usually. But I feel like they literally, like... I feel like the the it's studio produced to be like, oh, what's gonna get us to top ten? It's not that great. It's not that deep, and like they act like they're so deep, and I just I don't like it. I hate it so much. I used to love them. I hate it. Like literally, I'm not even kidding. The song "Girls Like You." Listen to the lyrics. Like read the lyrics. There are none. It's two lines, and it says, "Girls like you run around with guys like me." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Genuinely, most of it, and like. Everyone's like, oh my god, they're so empowering women. Yes, Maroon 5 gets it. I mean, the reason why they said that it was empowering is because they put a bunch of, like, like, notable women in the music video. But do you realize that's not Maroon 5 who did that? That wasn't Adam Levine who was like, what what? Let's do it. That's a studio head. A freaking PR. Like, that's a whole studio being like, what what's really, like, trending right now? Women. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Women. Empowerment. What would be really cool for us? Let's just take any freaking song. Like, take the album, pick any song, and just, like, you know, call our connects and just get some women to go around. The women are dope. I appreciate them. But, like, if you listen to the lyrics, it really, like, they're part of it. It wasn't anything crazy. And Girls Like You is not anything crazy. They just had women who, like, are relevant and who are, like, powerful women stand around to be like, look at us, guys. We're showing you these girls. Impressive, right? And, like... Oh God, whatever. So okay. you lost. Over. They lost their. You lost. They lost your fandom when they started making hits more. Like I'm confused. No, it wasn't like it wasn't like when they started making hits more because they've always had hits. But it was when it was just like certain songs, like the songs that were constantly on like top ten, like for months and months. They weren't like if you listen to the lyrics compared to their lyrics before, compared to like what they used to produce. Uh, it was kind of you can tell that it's different you felt like you it was a sellout like they were just... it was it felt so like a sellout where it wasn't like oh this is like what they're really writing what they're really feeling what they were trying to communicate to the music this is like 
it just feels so like oh this is gonna be a hit like this is gonna yeah, be like, I people like listening to very like standard stuff so they're like oh, no, let's do this and it will do well but it's just i hate it i, I just don't like maroon five and they're coming to Atlanta to freaking sing at the, at the Super Bowl. See, this is the 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 situation I don't think is very far fetched to happen. I know in some respect some of your family or you will be at that game no matter what <laughs> and will probably be in some sort of sweep and it might end up being like Maroon 5 gets invited up to that suite and you might get a chance to meet them. And I would love to be standing there to see it because I'd just look at you and be like Oh, I, oh, here's Adam Levine, and I'd turn to you, and I'd see your fake little smile come across <laughs> that face, and I'd just look at you, and I'd, I'd have this ready. I'd have just the, the clip of, I hate Maroon 5. <laughs> just so much hate. And no, guys, I'd be the biggest sellout. <laughs> and then you'd be the I'd, sellout. I'd, I'd have the dumbest freaking smile and a picture with them but like i hate like yeah no I'm, i'll own up to that like if the if that time ever comes i'll i'll sell out i'll pull a maroon five and be a sellout dang you're savage bro okay so <laughs> now that we established that Kyra doesn't like maroon five for that reason i guess i see what you're saying like i think they're i see what you're saying i've never been like super one way or another about maroon five i like majority of their songs and they're like bops in my opinion because i don't listen to i don't usually as of recent, until recently, I don't listen to lyrics of songs until maybe a year and a half after I've heard the song. I don't listen to lyrics. And then, I, like, the Pumped Up Kick song, that was my jam. Like, it still is. But, like, I just love the sound of it. And then maybe two years later, someone was like, you know they're talking about killing people. And I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, yeah, they, I guess they are. Uh, but to be fair, that happened to me with Pumped Up Kicks because I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're just like, oh, well. I mean, it's most rap songs. You're just like the fact that people are doing the, um, uh, what's the the Kanye Lil Pump thing? I love it. Uh, what, what's the song called? Whatever it's, the song's called. But that song is like degrading AF. But people and are wearing the little box things and it's super like, trendy and that good stuff and i'm like it is pretty i guess whatever but if he's not talking to me then i'm gonna sing it um so but anyway so i guess i see what you're saying though i see what you're saying if they used to make lyrics that were very uh whether sunday morning sunday morning it wasn't the deepest song but it was like a feel good like ah, i get what you're saying like it's coming from your heart kind of song but like it kind of had a little bit more purpose than girls run like you run around with guys like me. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I saw that one. I, I saw right through that one. But, like, the <laughs> misery, I am in this. Ah, oh, that was my jam. That was my jam. I used jam. to love Maroon 5, dudes. I used to. But not so much anymore. I can see but, I they have become, okay, I get it. But, you, yeah. See, you, see what, you see what I mean. I, I get it. <laughs> they, their songs, though, to, my, to me, they've always kind of sounded, like, they sound... I've always, I've like I like their songs. I've bought a few of their songs. Um, but like the someone was like, did they sell their soul to the devil? Because every song they put out will always be like number one for a while. It sound it sounds that whoever's producing their music, it's just like they know what's gonna like what melody is gonna catch, um, which is not a bad thing, you know, make your money. But um, the one thing that people were mad about more so than the fact that they didn't like Maroon 5's music, it was just like people were like. You're going to have a Super Bowl in a city that is one of the most iconic cities related to music and the American music industry, which is rap. Like, you're not going to have anyone 
that has anything to do with Atlanta performing at the Super Bowl. Like, I'm so... If I were Ludacris or Sierra, man, I would be mad as hell. I would boycott the Super Bowl. If I were Future, I would boycott the hell out of that Super T.I. Like, I guess you, none of their music is very good for the masses, like, kill children to hear, like, on I would see Here's what I would do. If I was, like, if I was in charge and, like, you know, a smart person and, like, them, I would just do Outkast. Or Outkast, you know? Yeah. That would always sell because everyone wants to hear Outkast. They headlined Coachella not that long ago. You know what I mean? Because, like, everyone always digs Outkast. Like, and but you see, the have, thing like, is, like, the people who are we, – we have to remember that – there are people that were born in 2000 and that were five years old when Outkast was at its prime. And they're going to be watching the Super Bowl, too. And people are trying to figure out how to not only... We're, like, on the back end of the people that people are trying to figure out how to sell to. Like, they are... They have changed... So, like, those people are probably not going to know majority of Outkast songs. Like, when The uh, Who... That's unfortunate the, for them. Well, <laughs> no, it is. But the, the Who performed at, uh, at the Super Bowl when the Saints won. And I was like... Who the devil is the who? Like, <laughs> like, I did not know who that was. But I get, and even Ti, like Ti was at his prime, like 2010 and before. Dang, have like a lot of Atlanta artists just kind of like chilled out of it. What's yeah. going on? I mean, Ludacris. <laughs> when was like has Ludacris had like a household kind of like song, if anything, since 2011? No. Okay, I guess like the like ones that are still like very very like new and hip are like trap trap artists, and that's can't be the Super Bowl. Yeah, no. (laughs) Future cannot perform at the Super Bowl. Sorry, but they could have done a throwback. They really could have. They had a lot of like different people, and like they could have done a medley. I think they could have done like a little bit of Migos. I guess like Migos. Yeah, Migos. Wow, I completely blanked on Migos, but wow. Wow, now I'm like, okay, like, y'all messed up. and They, they couldn't have done Migos. They couldn't. But, like, <laughs> they really couldn't. But, like, they could have done a medley. Like, Migos featured on Katy Perry's songs, or, like, they featured on uh, Liam Payne. Or, you know, like, they've, they've done, they could have done that. Yeah, that was kind of, NFL is stupid. If anything, they could have had, like, a rapper that's, like, tight. Childish freaking Gambino. Oh, my God. I oh, yeah. <laughs> but does he claim Atlanta? Does he claim Atlanta? Oh, oh he yeah. Sure, wait, wait, what? He made he a show about Atlanta. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm sitting here, does he claim Atlanta? claim Atlanta? Here he is with a Grammy Emmy-winning show. Let me for- remember that. Wow. Okay, now I now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I you know, NFL does it again. They just come through with, like, you mess up. You, you, oh, God, that makes me so mad. You mess up with domestic violence. You mess up with the racism. Now you're going to mess up with a freaking halftime show, broski. No, exactly. They probably thought about Childish Gambino for a second. They were like, oh, we should do him. He's Atlanta. But then they're like, oh, he has that song, This Is America. We don't want it to get too political. Yeah. They, they, They miss the mark on everything. Whoever's on their advertising team and whoever's on their PR team just doesn't get it. Someone needs to be fired because clearly there's something going on. It just doesn't make sense. It just it's just, like, disrespectful to us as a whole city to, like, make Maroon 5 the, like, head person. Literally, when I saw that, I was like, guess I'm not watching the Super Bowl unless it's Oh, you really? Oh, you're like, <laughs> wait, what? You're not even going to watch? I would watch. watch. I think Maroon I'll 5, Maroon 5 is, like, good enough to watch. I mean, okay, yeah. so now they're going to bring – but the fun- – the funniest tweet out of all of this that I thought was so funny was some oh yeah and they sent it to our group so now Cardi and like do you still NFL out of 
of all the people we just named, oh, and I guess it makes sense if you want, like, really young people to watch, but you're going to have Cardi B and Travis Scott on there. We're not having a Super Bowl in New York, and we're not having a Super Bowl in Houston where these two rappers come from. It's in Atlanta. But people were like, Nikki's probably losing her damn mind right now. <laughs> Like, dang, they really. I saw that and died. <laughs> I, it's true. I, I don't know. I guess, like, I'm trying to think. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. NFL, just like, why? I don't know why. It makes sense when you'd have those two because they're the most topical right this moment. But like, Katy Perry made it. My, who came out with an album back in March that was like hot? Like, I'm trying to think of a, an an artist that came out with an album in March, and like. Are you still talking about an art album that came back? We're not even talking about Drake's Scorpion anymore. Why the heck? Why hasn't Drake performed a Super Bowl? What? Like, that I would make know, more right? sense. He's, he's repped Atlanta kinda, more than both of those rappers. I feel like Atlanta adopted me. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, he, he's talked about Atlanta way more. He's probably like, he, you know, he's probably a pretty penny to get to perform the Super Bowl. I'm surprised, right, you know. <laughs> I'm surprised. They're probably like, no, we're not, no. You know, here's the thing though. Like, okay, here's what's gonna happen, and you guys can all quote me on this because this is like, this is this is gonna happen. One, Maroon Five, they they're gonna like take in the criticism and they're gonna be like, oh, maybe it'll die down, and it will die down. But then, like around the time that it comes back, some Atlanta artist is gonna have a popping album. Childish Gambino has one more album to bring out that hasn't come out yet. You know what I mean? Like someone's gonna come out popping, and then around the time of the Super Bowl. This topic's going to come up again, and they're going to be like, oh, I forgot Maroon 5's freaking headlining it. <laughs> so <laughs> they're going to be like, okay, how do I save face right now? And they are going to bring – they're going to bring some Atlanta artists on there, I bet. They're going to have a little thing, and they're going to do a little, like, medley, which isn't going to work with Maroon 5 freaking music, but they'll figure it out. And it'll be really cool for, like – two minutes nah, we'll get <laughs> nah you know what would be really savage if they like had a whole thing with Maroon 5 Cardi B and Travis Scott right and then you do that was that that whole Cardi B Travis Scott thing was a ploy to get younger viewers on cause like cause I'm telling you even even if we like have like you the one name out of like Atlanta rap that is the most topical right now is Childish Gambino and you're right like they probably were like oh he has This Is America mm. Mm, we're not doing that kind of thing. Like, and even, even, okay, so if you just get got rid of This Is America, his last hits, like, the generation that's, like, 18, 15 to 18 right now doesn't know him. Like, we do, but they don't. Um, and so, like, you're missing that whole viewership. They're like, oh, well, I just know This Is America. And they're like, what are his other songs? I don't know. But, like, and... I, like, I can imagine if they do the whole thing where it's like, yeah, we're going to bring out Atlanta rappers and they just do like a side. It's like, it's like, it's like the stepchild. Like, they're like, they have the main camera on them and then you look over and it's just all the Atlanta rappers standing there like, yeah. Song. Ludacris? Like, you're going to oh. hear Luda. At oh, some Ludacris point. isn't there. Like, a Ludacris, I mean, two chains. Like, there's <laughs> so many people that you, uh, it's just like, ugh. Isn't Two Chains featured on the Maroon Five song? Like, I feel like that's happened in some way, or like I mean, who's probably. featured? Who is a rapper that has been featured on Maroon Five's? Who is it? Now, I think it's like Lil Wayne right now, but I know there's probably. I that's feel like uh, Lil, Lil Wayne is, is New Orleans though. I know, I know. That's what I was thinking. Like an Atlanta, they have some. They have too many songs for someone not to be featured from Atlanta. 
if not if they don't then that's another reason why maroon 5 is lame and like do i need to keep on <laughs> listing it they're showing us everything oh they have i was gonna say oh SZA. SZA's on one of their songs that's what i just remembered no there's this there's one song two chains is featured on a song i'm not two i know i got me a few on song. wiz khalifa's on one song i, I swear asap is on another future they have a song future they have a song okay. in the future. Um, so I, I'd have never heard of the song, but um, either way, you know, I, I, I like, I just like the, I don't know what I'm going to do with the Super Bowl. I want to be alone. Oh my God. No, I'm not. Um, but like the Super Bowl, it's a long time from now. We have some time. We have some time before the Saints get there. Um, but I think that, you know. And the Saints come marching in. And the Saints come marching. I mean, now that I'm thinking about New Orleans is the city that that hosts the most Super Bowls. Um, and they. Also the dopest. They brought Beyonce. Right. And Beyonce twice. No, no, no. No, yeah, she didn't. No. She didn't. No. It was it? like Coldplay and Beyonce. Coldplay and Beyonce. But then she had her own show when the lights went out. Um, but she... They have the Super Bowl the most, and I'm trying to think, but they don't usually have, uh, like, New Orleans artists on stage for it. I guess Beyonce was sort of that, but this was before she even got to New Orleans. Either way... I think the Super Bowl is going to be cool. I'm looking forward to see Maroon 5, you know, perform. A Super Bowl, I think the halftime shows are always pretty entertaining in a way. Which um, one was your favorite halftime show that you've seen? Give me some time because I want, I feel like this is something I want to answer as it, like, as it gets closer because I can't even, like, I don't want to quantify. I would, the one that's off the top of my head that I remember, I don't even remember who performed this last one. Like, I don't remember who performed. Justin Timberlake, uh, he performed. Justin Timberlake, self oh, yeah. This, yeah, we can like talk about that when it comes up. But yeah. yeah, I would probably say the Coldplay, Coldplay, Beyonce, Bruno Mars, that was lit. That was pretty lit. I liked Lady Gaga because she just like jumped. She, she like... did. That was from that was in the one in Houston. <laughs> yep, yep. I think that'll be interesting to see. I want to. I, I obviously I won't be there to experience it, but I definitely want to hear when it comes time. We should talk about the the experience of uh, the Super Bowl being in Atlanta because there's a, that's a lot of fanfare and a lot of travel and a lot of people coming into the city and a lot of shit going on yeah. um so i'm just gonna advertise it now my house is gonna be on airbnb oh so. is it really you should you should do i mean put that on now yeah no, put it on a, put it on right doing. when dude your house you could jack up the price given <laughs> your like dude dude get me in on that get me in on that like no, that's literally just, why we're moving out for like a weekend seriously guys i don't think you guys understand kyra's house is probably the best i don't know anybody that has a better look actually my aunt my, my aunt should probably oh, move out of her house yeah. too both of them should move out of their house because their location in regards to like the area and proximity to the stadium is stupid like they need to leave and it's oh my god you're gonna make some serious money that weekend just put it on put it on when it gets like once the thing is booked because that's when people are gonna just start looking yes don't don't do it now because you can still yeah. like get it do it right when the the afc championship whoever plays first whichever team plays first um in the afc or nfc championship because as soon as their game is done they're gonna be on airbnb looking for a place to stay dude oh wow can i get a cut like i'm just thinking about the money you could make you can make serious money i'll send you your check just for like being a part of this conversation <laughs> seriously please or and, like and you know you should plan these pictures out and like have like a dude oh anyway yeah so 
Yeah, so that check. Uh, yeah, thanks. Wait, what? <laughs> you didn't know he was gay? Yeah, I was like, wait, I missed something, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, Meghan Markle, wow. I feel like t- my, B- what BTS is to me is Meghan Markle to Kyra. <laughs> like, Guys, I love her so much. I'm going to fight so many people on their comments because, oh, they come for Meghan. Either way, Meghan Markle, she's just... She's doing amazingly, guys. Update. She got married. She, like, hit the ground running. Literally right after their wedding, she did an event. Looked incredible. She's literally, I don't know if you watch Modern Family, but Cameron, who's, like, my favorite person, his Halloween costume on Modern Family is Meghan Markle. It's hilarious. Oh, really? Yes. (laughs) He has, like, the side hat and everything. She's doing great. Her family sucks. And, like, they're just trying to bring Megan down, but she's not going to be let down. Have you? Do you know what her family's doing, Emily? Just a quick update. Do you know what her family's doing to her? As of right now? Just as of, like, in general. Her dad, like, talks to TMZ every other day. Like, he's been shut out by the Roe family, and he talks about them. He talks about Megan. He talks about, her, like, how, like, depressed she looks. He talks about, like, she hasn't talked to him since the wedding. And he just started talking to, like, press over and over again to the fact that he's, like, shut out. And apparently it's hard for Megan to trust people anymore, which is sad. Hell, when you get to, everyone says when you get to a certain level, it's way more lonely than you ever thought it would be. That just sounds so depressing. I, like, I know, I hope, there's no one in my family if I ever, like, I don't know. There's probably, like, people who are, like, like, who I haven't talked to in forever who, like, I don't know. Like, Megan's sister, who she really genuinely doesn't know, hasn't talked to her in 16 years. Um, who will probably say stuff, but for your dad to come for you like that, that's just so depressing. But she's doing it so amazingly. People think that she might be pregnant, which would be incredible. Why? Is it because she grew a little bit of a fupa? No, no, no. It's (laughs) because of how she's, like, wearing... Her outfits have been, like... They do this thing. I've researched a lot of this. In the royal family, when someone's pregnant, they usually try to pay... uh, One, they try to, like, draw more attention to the hair and less attention to the stomach. All of her outfits have been like kind of like um it's been like not it's been like not shapely at all and like really drawing away from her from the stomach even her last outfit it like peplumed out so you couldn't see her stomach i don't know if she's pregnant i don't like like i look it would suck to be like a person and just like as soon as you get married everyone's like taking pictures and you're like oh my god is she pregnant but they are going deep 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 in like she uses keratins and apparently if you don't have if you have a keratin you can't, like, you shouldn't take it while you have, like, while you're having a baby because it's not good chemicals for your system. And apparently her the top of her hair looks curlier. So people are like, oh, my God, does that mean she's pregnant? Her dresses are like this. Does that mean she's pregnant? Haven't oh, seen her drink. Does that mean? So they're on pregnancy watch. And, like, there was one, there was, like, her last two outfits. I'm like, huh, maybe, which would be incredible. A curly-haired child. It, the child will look nothing black. I mean, it will look like. <laughs> not in the, sl- I wonder what the child will look like, to be honest. It's just. Like, if anything, it's going to have curly hair. But, like, that's about it. <laughs> like, 
Um, either way, she's been doing awesome. Her outfits are incredible. Literally, like, I'm, like, looking for my work style, and I've been, like, I'm, like, what would Meghan Markle wear? Just, like, as an adult, she has a great style and a great presence, and she's awesome, and she's invited to the tailgate. And I think we already said Prince Harry would bring this, but she'll bring it because she makes it. She'll make a roast chicken because she says that's the best thing that she knows how to make, and also that's what she was making when she got engaged. If I get engaged, it will be over like a dinner that someone else prepared yeah wait <laughs> I, just, I was like she was making roast chicken what the, the, uh, <laughs> like, i don't even know how to make brussels sprouts i can't make <laughs> roast chicken a chicken roast whatever you call it wow a whole chicken apparently she just has to make the perfect roast chicken <laughs> she's just, just like casual yeah we were just like in the royal house, I was just making a roast, and you're just like, mm, never will I do that. Um, <laughs> sorry to my future husband. It's not happening. Hopefully, I'm rich enough to where we can just have a chef, because it's not not going down like we that. We were cooking Blue Apron. I burnt it, but and then he proposed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was um, making a grilled cheese sandwich, and then that's when it happened. <laughs> I was heating up pizza rolls. <laughs> yeah. Hot Pockets. Ew, gross. I don't like Hot Pockets. Um, anyway, yeah. Well, that's a good... It took a long time. Surprised you haven't invited her. Um, but yeah, I'm Megan was like already like kind of included with Prince Harry, but now she needs her own shout out because she's her own woman and she deserves that and more. So yeah, Megan, you rock. I I, I don't know. That was weird. Continually, what were you saying? You rock. You rock. You rock. <laughs> yes. Um. Anyway, yeah, that's the end of the ball out with the NK. Make sure to follow us, the ball out W E K on Twitter. Subscribe, rate, and review, please. That would be greatly appreciated. That's the only way we see that you guys like our podcast. I know you tell Kyra she apparently runs into people on the daily that say she that says they listen to the podcast. Um, I don't know. I guess she's run into all twenty eight people, but all um, twenty five people. <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, if you do, don't tell her that you listen. Just go and review, and then we'll know, know that you listen. Like, I- when I remember when someone said that to me, I was like, did you rate it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, why are you talking to me? Just go freaking rate us. I don't care if you tell me. Like, go rate us, and then I'll see it. Then I'll care. That's what it matters in writing, okay? Okay. Um, good day, America. Good morning, America. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that's been the ball out with Ian K. Oh. Um, thanks for listening. Bye. Fingers trace your every outline Oh yeah, yeah Paint a picture with my hands Oh, and back and forth we sway like branches in a storm Change the weather still together when it ends